For the third year and counting, Richard Skipper has been celebrating the artists you love. Richard Skipper is all about celebrating life, art, and his guest body of work. Please join us while he showcases these diverse and talented individuals. Here's Richard Skipper. Happy Friday the 13th, everyone, and welcome to the latest edition of Richard Skipper Celebrates. Who or what are you celebrating today? Well, I want to tell you my Friday the 13th story, and it involves Betsy Palmer, uh, who is the mother of Jason in the movie version of Friday the 13th. Years ago, I was working on a project, uh, which I hope to get back to someday, uh, celebrating all the women who have played Dolly Levi. And her daughter, Melissa, uh, was uh, found out that I was working on this project. And she reached out to me and she says, why haven't you written about my mom, who also played Dolly, not only at the Paper Mill Playhouse, but at various other summer stock theaters. So I said, I would love to interview her. So I reached out to, uh, well, a friend of mine told me that uh, she was in the early stages of dementia. And uh, it was not, uh, she didn't know whether or not she would be able to remember anything. But in any case, uh, Melissa, her daughter, said that she would set up this interview and that I would go and meet her. So we set up a Sunday afternoon that I would go to her apartment in Stamford, Connecticut to meet with her. And so everything was all set up. And so my husband, Danny, and I got in the car and we were on our way and we stopped to get some water. And while he was in the store, I decided to give her a call. And when I called Betsy, uh, I said, hi, Betsy, this is Richard Skipper, and I'm on my way to do the interview. And she says, well, that's all nice, but I don't know anything about this. And uh, of course, a red flag went up, and I got very, very nervous about doing this interview. And I said, Betsy, I'm so sorry. Uh, if you don't know anything about the interview, we could schedule this for some other time. She says, no, 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 no. If you are planning on coming up here, uh, why don't you come on up? And uh, we'll do this, but I swear, I don't know anything about this. So with a lot of trepidation, we continued on our trip to Stamford, Connecticut. So we get to her apartment, and she couldn't have been nicer. We went in, and we sat down, and she said, I have to begin by saying that my brain is completely fried. I don't remember what I had for breakfast this morning. I don't remember yesterday. I don't remember anything. And I said, Betsy, let's just sit down. I've got my tape recorder. We'll sit down and we'll have a great conversation. I'll begin to record this. And if you remember anything, great. And if you don't, at least we had a great afternoon. And she said, that's perfectly fine with me. So we sat down, I turned the recorder on and I began to ask her questions and the floodgates opened. She remembered everything perfectly and vividly. She remembered details. She remembered presents that David Merritt gave her. She remembered everything. And we finished the interview. We must have gone on for about an hour and a half. And then Melissa came running in and she said, oh my God, I forgot to tell my mom that you were coming today. So it wasn't Betsy that forgot after all. It was her daughter, Melissa, that forgot to tell me. We had the most incredible afternoon. And by the way, if you Google uh, Call on Dolly, Betsy Palmer, you will see that blog that I wrote with these incredible photographs of Danny and myself and our wonderful afternoon with Betsy Palmer. The next day after I published the blog, 
her manager called me of many years. I think he had been a manager for 50 years, called me and wanted to know where I got access to this article because he said there was no way that she could have done this interview the day before because he had not been able to get an interview out of her for several years. And that is my tribute to Betsy Palmer, Friday the 13th. So today we are going to be celebrating four incredible friends. These are people that matter a lot to me. They are waiting in the wings. And just like, let's make a deal. Uh, I am going to go and I'm going to see who's waiting here to watch the show today. And we've got some people that matter a lot to me. Lisa Rodrigo is here, Pam Stubbs. Uh, and uh, Lisa, since you were the first one in the lineup, you get to pick a number, one through four, and you will decide who will come on first. And we are going to talk about superstitions. Uh, today also happens to be uh, National Apple Pie Day. I know for a fact that one of our guests uh, on the show also happens to be an incredible cookie maker. Uh, perhaps we can decide whether or not she makes great apple pies as well. Um, we'll talk about that. Uh, and we'll find out if all of our guests uh, uh, share in superstitions. I'm a very superstitious person. Uh, so uh, Lisa is going to pick number three, and that is Glenn Charlo. Now, Glenn Charlo, uh, those of you, I have to explain to you, Glenn is probably, uh, out of everyone here, my oldest and my dearest friend. And Glenn designs all of the overlays, which is what we call the graphic designs that you see at the beginning of the shows. Uh, Glenn, God bless him, uh, because sometimes at the last minute, we at 11 o'clock at night, 12 o'clock at night, somebody calls us and we're on a deadline and I will call him and out of his uh, stupor, and I don't mean a drunken stupor, I mean, he's asleep, he rolls out of bed and he puts these things together and we, you know, and he's there putting these things together and he's here today. So Glenn, first of all, hello, happy the 13th to you. Oh, happy, happy day. Yes. <laughs> Do you have any superstitions? Let's start there. You know what? I not for a long time. I haven't had any superstitions. Um, there's always that black cat theory. Uh, I have a gray one, but I don't count that. Mm -hmm. Um, superstitions, not really. I haven't really thought about that in a long time. Okay. So well, I, as I, I also mentioned, it's National Apple Pie Day. Oh, I love apple. Uh, pie. Well, and Danny, awesome, everyone. Danny makes the best apple pie. Uh, his apple pie is absolutely incredible. And uh, so I have sent the um, the message to my friend David, who is a chef, and he makes the absolute most, the best apple pie that I've ever eaten. Well, send him the link to today's, show. you've got the private link to get him on. See if he'll come on and tell us what his secret is to okay. making the perfect apple pie. And maybe we'll get him on during the show. So I'm going to pull up uh, our secret question of the day. And the question is, who in your life inspires you to be better? Who in my life inspires me to be better? Um, you do, Richard. Ah. Oh. <laughs> Well, gosh, we've I known knew you. I knew you were going to say that. But we've known each other for umpteen, God knows how long. And if there isn't anybody else in my life, well, besides Michael, and I know he's watching too. Hi, Mikey. Hi, Mikey. <laughs> um, um, but you know, your 
your you send me every day. You send me like um, a, a thing of the day, whatever kind of day it may be. Uh, you send me these feelings of like whatever the day may bring you. And I'm, I, I read those and I'm like, hmm, that's kind of cool. And a few of the days, if I'm not like going nutsy crazy with everything else that I have to do, I think about it very often throughout the day. And it's like, gosh, it's, it makes for, it just brings a happier day. It makes things easier. It makes things um, um, nicer when you're dealing with people. A lot of your, your little sayings that you put through uh, just bring that on. That just bring that, that energy. You just, you give, you, you, <laughs> you energize a, uh, like a, I don't know, you radiate a great energy whenever, yeah. you, even when you write your little doodads and things to me. And it, it makes a big difference. Well, thanks. That means a lot. Uh, well, the word for today is perseverance. What does perseverance mean to you? Gosh, golly. <laughs> um, just, I guess, literally what it means, stick, stick to it. Um, when you put your mind to something, make, you know, do it, go for it. Um, even if you think it's a risk, go for it and hope that all turns out well. <laughs> well, and you know that I keep going, I keep going, I keep going. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> the, Energizer, the Energizer Bunny. Well, you get to pick our next guest and you get to pick a number one through three and you'll bring on the next guest. Me. Uh, okay, how about number two? And that is first time here, Karen Mack. Hello, Hello Karen. Hello, now, you're the one I mentioned earlier. You are always baking cookies. I am. I am. I'm a cookie enthusiast, as they, as some would say. Um, uh, and I've been, I've always baked. I mean, I've always sort of, you know, uh, uh that, that sort of, a. Kind of therapy, cooking, baking. I think I think a lot of a lot of folks are, are, are like that. Which is funny because I didn't come from a, a home that did that. You know, uh, we didn't really do a lot of that. But um, but I do. But I but I certainly have a connection to uh, to apple pie day and uh, and all things pie as well. Do you cook? I mean, I mean, do you bake apple pies as well? I I am not a huge pie baker. Um, uh, but I am. I am on the American Pie Council. I are you really? I'm actually, yeah, I'm a pie judge. So I travel the country and uh, and uh, the we have got we haven't had a national in uh, in since before COVID, but uh, but I do nationals in Orlando and judge um, amateur and pro and uh, and best in show uh, for the past six uh, seven years. Wow! And I'm here's here's the inside scoop on that. The one category that nobody ever wants to be assigned to is Apple because they are so fussy. <laughs> the people wow. that <laughs> criteria. Um, but I just am happy to love it. So uh, I, love and I want all pie. of your recipes. I want to taste all of those pies that you Oh my God, about. they're the best. I mean, here I in like Danny. Uh, uh, well, here in Piermont, Danny has entered the pie contest a couple of times. Uh, and he's never come in. He's he's uh he's placed, but he's never come in first place. I, you know, know, it's just because they're persnickety all day. I know, but he has placed, and that's, you know, and I always say, you placed, you placed, you placed. So, uh, again, I want to ask you, uh, superstitions. Do you have any superstitions? Um, you know, not, 
I'm gonna I'm gonna say no, although I probably do. Like I am a creature of habit, and if I don't do something the way that I usually do it, I get that weird feeling that you get, you know. Um, and certainly for a um, uh, with those girls, always before a show, we always uh, kind of link up, link pinkies before a show to kind of have a moment together, and and that is a if if we don't do it, it's a. <laughs> Now, there may be some, when you say those girls, there may be some who don't know what those girls sure. are referring to. So you may sure. so I'm I'm very, very fortunate. I, I have just um, like amazing music projects in my life right now. And one of them is a vocal group that I am part of called Those Girls. And uh, we've had some lovely, lovely press and gigs and won some awards. And uh, it's myself and Rachel Hanser and Eve Eaton and Wendy Russell. And we have a brand new show. It's It's all things. It's pop. It's swing. It's um, lots of, of reinvention of songs, and uh, we've done uh, a variety of things. We always kind of cast a wide net, but the new show, you get a scoop, Richard Skipper, because this hasn't been announced anywhere yet. Ooh, I love Scoop. I scoop for Richard Skipper for having me on today. We've got a brand new show that's coming in the fall. Those girls sing the Broadway, volume one, and wow. it's all theater music, everything from Gilbert and Sullivan to six. Um, and so it's, a, again, a wide range. And uh, that will open on October 2nd at the Laurie Beachman Theater. That's incredible. And uh, please send me the information so that I can- Oh, I will. Them. I absolutely, you're always so kind. You're always like promote us and, and always interested in what people have going no, on. No, I can put it on the YouTube channel when we can get the information there. So that's really wonderful that we can get that information out there. Uh, so the person who inspires you the most- you know, I again, that's sort of a movable feast with me, and I and I'm I'm I, I couldn't be more grateful that I have, I just have people in my life that that especially over the past two years I found, um, while we were all kind of on lockdown, just kind of got to reconnect with people and really found how how deeply people will go to continue to be creative and to be smart and do things that you never really thought that they could do. Uh, myself included, and uh, have some great new partnerships. Um, but I would say I'm going to throw a name out to you, and, and I'm not sure if you know her. Right now, somebody who's a huge inspiration to me, and and really kind of of pushed me forward in in new directions, is a, a beautiful singer, um, jazz pianist, uh, performer, songwriter uh, named Alexis Cole. Of course, yes. I cannot believe that you, uh, I cannot believe. I just sent her a friend request today. Oh, did you? Well, she is, today. Um, she is amazing and remarkable. Not only is she a great performer, but she launched this amazing program um, called jazzvoice.com uh, at the beginning of the pandemic and, and has been instrumental in, in uh, you know, mobilizing resources for, you know, all the pros that were out of work, you know, people taking teaching voice lessons in their kitchen and, and trying to stay connected and, and giving all of us someplace to kind of go and sing and improve our skill set, and it it for me made all the difference in the world between a you know because being in an ensemble project, um, you know as soon as the shutdown came, we the the four of us uh, in those girls scattered to yes. four different places, and we couldn't be together. And it was you know we we are good friends as well as good performers together. So uh, so that was really tough, and it was a uh, hard not to to get down about that but it, it did give me give me an amazing little chunk of time that i could go back to my swing book and and i wrote a lot and uh and i'm getting ready to start on a new recording project a solo project and so there's a lot of scoops for you today That's great 
Um, that is so great. And Alexis is a huge part of that. So if she watches this, Alexis, I love you. And thank and you. And Alexis, if you're watching this, I want you on this show. Oh, uh, come on. In this group or uh, in, a, in a solo uh, capacity. So uh, Alexis, uh, please reach out to me. So um, my this is my uh, check-a-day calendar. So today is also, in addition to being National Apple Pie Day, I love this. It's also Blame Someone Else Day. That's a good I want to ask you, has there ever been a moment in your life uh, as a child or even as an adult where you have blamed someone else for something in your life? Oh, my God. Don't we all do that? I mean, don't we do that constantly? <laughs> and then, like, you know, an hour later, we come to terms with it. But it's the, you know, I mean, that that's just human nature. It's World Cocktail Day too, so that leads to blaming of people, I'm sure. So, what are you? Uh, what's your cocktail of choice, and are you drinking it right now? Oh my gosh, um, I, I like an old fashioned. Um, although I, I'm on, I, we have pictures to get done, so I'm on the, the vodka soda for a while on the on the most diet of beverages. Okay. Um, <laughs> well, I'm just drinking. Uh, this is what's uh, your favorite? Uh, what am I drinking right now? This is a cranberry grape. Okay. That's as strong as I get. Really? Okay. <laughs> Glenn, are, are you a, a boozy Susie? Really? Uh -huh. So you're saying? I'm, I'm bottled water for today. Yeah, so I'm <laughs> drinking for three is what you're saying? That's what oh, you're Lord. drinking for three. You're drinking oh, for three. God, I wish Elliot Roth was here to help me out. <laughs> so you get to pick our next guest, uh, and you get to pick a number one through three. Uh, I'm going to pick number one. Okay, number one, and that's Brian Summers. And I don't, uh, so Brian. Oh, so Brian, uh, you've been here before. Brian, what are you drinking right now? I am drinking the last bit of this, I hate to say it, Diet Zero Coke. In Diet this <laughs> but I love, I love Diet Coke, but I don't drink it often. So you're actually drinking for four right now. <laughs> That's it. Isn't it wonderful? I'm, I'm not even getting drunk. For real uh, cocktail day. I'm, now I'm, we know who I'm the drinker is. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, uh, Brian, before you uh, get started here, um, because I just got a private message here, I'm going to bring on a very special person uh, for just a quick moment because she's, sure. in, uh, she's in London. She's Ooh. having dinner with her family. Um, this is Ava Nicole Francis. I am. Uh, she was on the show the other night. She just performed a sold-out show at uh, Feinstein's. She's going to be back in September, and we're all going to be there. Um, she is the new kid on the block, uh, putting all of us to shame. And she just arrived in London. Looking at her. Uh, uh, looking very chic i might add so ava you just arrived thank uh, you <laughs> was it this morning that you arrived uh yeah it was right around like midday it's like 12 o'clock um i got here so and you're a crazy cox uh tonight or tomorrow night uh on tuesday tuesday night tuesday and you're completely sold out we are sold out, but there is a live stream if everyone who's watching wants to join. <laughs> yes. So how long are you going to be in London? Um, we got here today. We leave on Thursday. So just, Thursday. Uh, just one full week. So um, I know that you're only going to be here for a few moments. So um, it, can I, uh, uh, will you indulge me for a moment? 
uh, before, uh, you know, uh, since we, I only have you for a moment because uh, I will, I'm going to tell everybody this story and you're going to get so sick of me, Ava, because I have become such a fan of yours. <laughs> I'm going to start the Ava Nicole Francis fan club and I am going to be the president oh my um, and I'm going to be singing your praises everywhere. <laughs> Ava just oh did this gosh. show and her sharing the stage with the original Harlettes. Uh, you know, Bette Midler's, and, you know, just killing it, killing it, killing it. Uh, but because I still have it in my queue here, uh, after she leaves, because she's probably sick of me showing it, I'm going to, she first came on the show when we did our Barbara Streisand tribute. And I'm going to show this clip of her celebrating Barbara Streisand after she says goodbye to us before we go back to Brian. So is there anything you want to say to everybody before you head off to dinner? Oh my gosh. Well, first of all, thank you so much for having me on again. I love, I love being here. I love being on this show. It's such a wonderful place. And yeah, if you guys um, want to live stream the show at Crazy Cracks on Tuesday, I will find a way to get the link out to you guys. I'll, am get it I to me. To put it in like the comments. Or I'll send it to you. Yes. Perfect. Uh, send it um, to I me and I will get it out to everybody. And I will, uh, you can put it in the comments as well. And I just want to tell you, okay. first of all, um, everywhere you go, uh, drop cards everywhere with uh, the link to this channel everywhere, <laughs> especially at Buckingham Palace. <laughs> okay, I got you. I'll and go, you I'll go put them say... and I'll make them and I'll, I'll, I'll put them all up front. Say hello to your dad for me. Ben, all Where are your dads right now? Um, they're in the restaurant. Um, we're in uh, the Ivy. Okay. Well. Oh, I love the Ivy. They're, yeah. uh, they're uh, you know, I, I haven't been to London yet, so I need to get there. So as as you say goodbye. Yes, this I'm is my first show, time, so it's okay. <laughs> I'm going to show this little clip of you celebrating Barbara Streisand, and then we're going to get back to Brian. Ava, I love you, and have a wonderful uh, engagement in London. Okay. Thank you I so love much. You. I love you, too. So here, this, this is uh, Ava's little tribute to Barbara. Hi, Barbara. I heard it's your special day, and I just wanted to wish you a very happy birthday on behalf of my family and I and all of your fans. That last, that last image of her was when she was like seven years old. Um, she has two dads and I'm so jealous because they have been designing these costumes for her since she was uh, three years old. So when she was three years old, you saw the costume. She would go out dressed as Barbara Streisand. Now I tried to at three, but it didn't work in Conway, South Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> I needed two dads to do it. So, Brian, 
So getting back to you for a moment, let's first of all start, who is the person who inspires you the most? Well, I'm afraid that I'm also uh, a copycat. You, Richard, you. Oh, please. Thank you. Thank you. Well, because, you know, you always you always think about things that wouldn't occur to me myself and said, oh, my gosh, well, he's right. You know, or, or you'll tell me the word of the day. And I say, yeah, I should be more like that. Or I wish so and so was more like that, uh, more accepting or more persevering or like, you know, just just stick to it and go forward and get through it. You know, what else can we do? You know, it's not an easy time. So. No. We gotta, we gotta be that way, you know. You gotta, but, you gotta get through it. Yeah. But Richard, can I digress a minute? Absolutely. Okay, good. Because when you started talking about what was at the top of the show, and I thought it was so interesting about Betsy Palmer, you and I had a mutual friend named Charles Walrich. Remember Charles? Oh, of course. How could I not? For, how could I forget him? Yeah, yeah. Charles was such a, a sweetheart and uh, such a dear guy, and. Uh, it's been, gosh, what, 15 years now or something like that, maybe a little more. But Charles knew Betsy Palmer, and he had, he had acting classes with Betsy Palmer. They did scenes together. And so when Charles unfortunately passed away, his sister uh, told me, she says, look, she says, we can't take all this stuff back to Chicago. She says, is there anything that you would like? And there are a couple little, you know, objet d'art, things like that. But then there was this other thing, and you will love this. Betsy Palmer created a birthday card for Charles. And I don't know if you can see this. Let me see. Can you see the name oh, on the bottom? Oh, my God. Wow. Is that so cool? That's cool. And then on the back, it's, uh, it's written, there is a vitality, a life force, a quickening that is translated through you into action. It sounds like something you would say, Richard. And because there is only one of you in all time, this expression is unique. And if you block it, it will never exist through any other medium and will be lost. The world will not have it. So anyway, it goes on to talk about being an artist and everything. I don't know if you can see it. Now, can uh, see it. Charles, he, he was an Aquarian. His birthday was the day before Carol Channing's, uh, January 30th, wasn't it? That's right, January 30th. Yeah. And, and this, was uh, this was done in 02. This was done in 02. Yeah, and uh, he was also a dancer. He danced with Judy Garland. That's uh, right, opening night of Madison Square Madison Garden. Garden. And yeah. Sid left did not get the costumes. He didn't pay for them. So they didn't have <laughs> costumes. So all the male dancers had to dance in their leotards. <laughs> That's right. And ticket prices went up. <laughs> Maybe yeah. so, you know, who knows? Yeah. Uh, they had to do a quick change right off the side of the stage. Maybe they charged extra. That's great. Yeah. Well, we've got one more person waiting in the wings. And uh, so we're going to bring her on right now. And that is, uh, uh, we never leave a stone unturned. And that's Deborah Stone. So <laughs> hello, Deborah Stone. Hi, honey. Hello. So good to see you all. Uh, it's good to see you. So we'll start, first of all, superstitions. It's Friday the 13th. Uh, do you have a Betsy Palmer story? Oh, no, I do not have a Betsy Palmer story. I feel like I'm, I'm lacking in some way. As far as superstitions, you know, I was thinking about this because I, I said, oh, my God, they're going to ask me this. Um, I don't have superstitions that I know of. I think being a performer, 
obviously we do certain things like Karen mm -hmm. said, and I would feel remiss if I didn't do certain things, especially when I was a dancer. I knew that if I didn't get in there and just do certain calming things, I was going to be a mess on stage. Oh yes, yeah, superstition. Good rehearsal means a crappy performance. Good dress rehearsal. Good get rid dress of that rehearsal. thought. Get rid of that thought, Deborah. Get oh, rid of I know. That no, as a dancer, it's like, oh God, this was perfect dress rehearsal. I'm screwed. Basically, when I get out on stage, I'm going to fall down. So that it, it because you let your guard down. So I don't know if that's a superstition. No, but I really do want to address Apple Pie Day. When I was a little girl, my mother had no middle name. Her first name was Fanya. So she was Fanya Stone. And I, as a little girl, gave her the middle name of Apple Pie. Good for you. I swear. Because she made wonderful apple pie. And I said, you need a middle name. It's going to be apple pie. So who knew? Well, the next time you're over, remind me. So the day, all of you, we've got to come over. Because this is also, for the whole month, this is uh, National Barbecue Month. And Yum. Uh, yeah. And uh, Danny, you know, and we love to have our barbecues here. Um, and I will say this, and for anyone who's out there, um, and I can say this for everybody who's out there, uh, if you knew Peggy Eason, and a lot of us did know Peggy Eason, uh, July 10th uh, is Peggy's birthday. Uh, I'm not going to say it was, it is Peggy's birthday. And we are going to celebrate her. Uh, at the church across the street from where we live. And I've already been speaking with the minister. I said, I don't want this to be a funeral. I want it to be a celebration of our life. And then after the service, we're going to have an old-fashioned barbecue. And we're going to have hot dogs and hamburgers and all the things that Peggy loved. And we're just going to celebrate her because Peggy lived for that. Uh, and uh, we're just going to have... Uh, a big celebration. Uh, so I hope if you're all around that you can all be here July 10th, put it on your calendar and I'll make sure that Danny has apple pie uh, ready for everybody here. So uh, by the way, Karen. Oh, thank you. It's not so just much. you. It's not just you. The latest. So I want to talk about some of these holidays today. And uh, Glenn, I'm going to go with you. Uh, National Blame It on Someone Else Day. Uh, have you ever blamed someone else for anything? Oh, sure. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like like was said earlier, doesn't everybody? Um, <laughs> the latest, though, um, which I can't think of anything right off the bat. Um, who have I blamed for something? Um, oh, okay. I, I just recently finished doing God. I hope she's not watching. She's probably not watching. I sent her the notice, but she's probably not. She probably wouldn't know how to get on. Is one of those, uh, anyway. A friend of mine was supposed to come see me in the show, uh, that I just recently finished doing, uh, which was uh, The Mousetrap here in Baltimore. And, um, and uh, a friend of mine did not go, and I blame it on her husband <laughs> because. It, I mean, it's understandable, actually. Um, his mom just recently passed away. So, um, did he, she show up? And it's, it was like two weeks later, you know, and things are done, gone with, and all that. And, uh, and she certainly wanted to go see my show. She wanted to come see the show. And uh, I blame it on him the fact that she never got the chance to see it because 
you know, she's that way. <laughs> okay. Well, Karen's already, uh, Karen's already answered this question. So Brian, I'll, I'll go to you. Have you ever blamed someone else for something that you? Oh, yes. Yes. I, I, I do it every day. <laughs> it's, it's not it's not it's not necessarily necessarily pc but politically correct but you know certain things that are happening in the world and everything i mean somebody's causing these things to happen or they laid the foundation for them to happen so you know that's where i'm at and you know then there are friends but you know friends you your friends and you'll be friends with them forever and you know but you know some of these people they cause mayhem for everybody. Right. Well, before I started losing the weight, uh, every time I tried to put on the, my pants or something, I'd say to Danny, did you put these in the wash again? <laughs> you know, everything shrieking. And Danny's going, I, I didn't wash those pants. <laughs> I blamed him for everything. These are shrinking on me. So what about you, Deborah? You know, I can't think of it. I'm sure I must have because I'm a human being. So maybe when I was little, but I can't think of of I'm too busy feeling guilty about doing everything on my own. I mean, I don't, I don't it must have been me. What did I do this time? You know, which is a whole other ball of wax and a whole other conversation. I really can't think of any time when I say, Oh, it wasn't me, it was you, it was him or my evil twin. No, I I can't think of it. If I do, I'll let you know, but right okay. now I can't. So today, believe it or not, is also called Fantastic Friday. Fantastic. Karen, you know all this. How do you know all this, Karen? I, because I, I like you, love to celebrate things. I love having, I, I think it's crazy and fun how random some of these things are, especially the Hallmark ones. And they, I just, uh, and, and for years when, when Michael and I, uh, Michael Holland and I were running uh, Gas Hole and Holomatic, and even back to my solo shows, this was always something that I thought was like a fun thing um and and uh, and still do it on on our our in our residency down at Pangea all of our things are built around uh, there's a million things and uh, with all of the I don't know with everything to complain about isn't it nice to have something funny or something ridiculous or something that like heartfelt and interesting to just say hey that's a good thing Let, let's let's thumbs up for a good thing today well, I'm going to play this later for Danny because he thinks that I'm crazy. Well, I well, oh, he's, no. got, he's got lots of reason to because I'll call. He'll call and say, "So, what are we having for dinner tonight?" And I'll say, "Well, today's National Macaroni and Cheese." Oh, day. that's great! <laughs> Ooh, love that. Love that. Or, I mean, and well, and now because it's National Barbecue Month, I said, "Why don't we do something on the grill tonight?" Or you know, and. And I did say because it's National Apple Pie Day. And even though I'm dieting, I know portion control now better than ever. I said, it, you know, make it, you've got to make an apple pie tonight. So he's going to do that when he gets home tonight. So, you know, but we will build our dinner plans and things now around these special days. We do that. So it makes life interesting. No, we do. it, it And it does uh, make it easy when I go out to dinner. It makes it easy for me to decide what I'm going to order on the menu. So I'm, I'm glad that I'm not the only one who does that. So it is Fantastic Friday, uh, which means that we celebrate um, uh, sharks. And yes, have you ever had a shark encounter, Karen? Oh, no. No, no, no. No, that would, that would not happen for me. Okay. I, I... Yes. What about you, Glenn? Nope. Uh, Brian, 
not in the real sense of the real word, but I, I feel like I've dealt with some sharks before. I was going to say I was sued, so I've been. <laughs> I'm with you, Richard. I'm with you. I've been in this business long enough. I've dealt with. Well, sharks. okay, all right then. Uh, yes, uh, Deborah. Yes, actually, believe it or not, I myself did not encounter said creature, but years ago up on the island up in Maine that we go to, um, when I was a, a teenager, I think, there was a buzz going around, shark feed up at Green's Island. Some local fella, a shark had reared its head in uh, the one of the coves, and some guy just shot it. I mean, I don't know why, because, you know, they're fishermen, so they figure it's shoot it, you know. So there was this shark called up. It sounds gross, I know, but then they brought it to Green's Island, which was the next island over, and it was very pagan. It was like this huge bonfire, and there were these slab it's gross slabs of shark steak, and I went just because, you know, one does that when you're a teenager. So that was my shark encounter. I felt bad for the creature. I grew up in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, and never, ever did I see a shark, except for at Ripley's uh, Aquarium in Myrtle Beach, which was fun to see them there. Uh, so today is also uh, going along. It's cough drop day. So, uh, and we can play with this a little bit. Uh, Glenn Charlo, what is your uh, cough drop of choice? Cherry. <clears throat> but do you have a brand that you would go for? Oh, well. matter. And if they're I, listening, you know, uh, the, this is your opportunity to be a sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> And we can actually say the say the the brand. Yeah, huh? of course. Okay. Well, um, I, my favorite has always been Luden's cherry cough drops. That's yeah, they are the best. You know, even if you have a horrible cough or choking, God forbid, whatever, uh, nothing does it except the Luden's cherry cough drop. There's nothing else like it. Mm -hmm. Ludens, no. <laughs> uh, Karen and Brian, you're both agreeing with that? I, I have many, like, I remember when I was a kid, I would just eat them by the bottle. Like, I didn't have to have a sore throat or a cough or anything. Like, hey, I just liked them. Yeah. I that, I'm not sure what that says about, about my they were, more like a, they were more like a candy. They were sort of like it. Um, I, I'm a Ricola girl. I'm a, I'm oh, a, me too. Me too. Uh, I'm a, that's kind of, you know. The way to go for me now. And Deborah? Trader Joe's. They make a wonderful um, cranberry something. Uh, oh, nice. We swear by them here. Yes. Green colas are also good. The cola. Okay. It is also, and I can say this, it's frog jumping day. And uh, we have, thanks to being married to a landscape architect, and Deborah and Glenn and Brian know this. Karen, you've got to come to our house. I have to come out. Yes. I'm so sorry that I haven't come yet, but I will, I promise. Yes, we have a nice little koi pond in our backyard. And we have a frog that is taking a presidents here. And this frog is a large, voluptuous frog. Um, it, I, when I go out and it jumps in the pond and it makes this huge splash, that's it every morning when I walk out. I love that sound it makes when it jumps in. So absolutely, we have a jumping frog in our backyard. That's cool. Uh, anything anyone wants to add to that? Well, Mark Twain wrote a story, you know. Yes. Jumping frog of Calabasas County or something like that. But other than that, no. 
Okay. That's actually Calabasas County has their their frog jumping contest that happens in May. That's actually happening the the weekend that uh that uh my next gig downtown is is that weekend. I think it's the the twentieth to the twenty second. So it's, Wait, still I'm marking, it's still an event. I'm marking my calendar right now. You should. You should. Now, uh, and, and I'm going to admit. Uh, now, this next item that I'm going to bring up, and it's something that I actually am going to say I do like it, and it's National Fruit Cocktail Day. Sure. Do you all like fruit cocktail? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I like the light syrup. The light syrup, not yes. that sugary sweet. That's right. That's right. It has to be the light syrup. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Richard, I have something to add. Yes. About the cough drops. Yes. My favorite cough drops. I've got them right here. And because of Peggy Eason, I got turned on to these cough drops. You know what they are? The Fisherman's Friend. How'd you know? Yes, uh, you know it's the wrapper yeah. makes a very specific sound. Yes. Uh huh. Oh, wow. That's great. That's great. <laughs> They're really good. It's International Hummus Day. Oh, I love hummus. I just had I some earlier. And you said no. You, you're not a hummus fan? Nope. I love hummus. Uh, Deborah, I love hummus. Do you have a particular brand of hummus or a particular way that you like your hummus? For me? Me? Any of you? I get the one at Trader Joe's, the Mediterranean. I get the one at Trader Joe's, their, their hummus dip, garlic dip. It's delicious. Mm -hmm. I know that one. Okay, maybe you can turn me on the hummus. What is it made of? What is in it? It's chickpea. Chickpeas and oil, olive oil. Chickpea it. paste, garlic, it's yum. And tahini. Yes. Maybe I knew that. That's why. So if anyone like out the there is I don't like the plain one so much. But I like roasted rose red pepper or spicier. Those ones. Red pepper. Roasted red pepper is my favorite. Yeah. I'm not a chicken. I like that one. So that blows it right there. Yeah, that's. They, there's nothing for you, Clint. You'll, you'll just have to have Fisherman Friend and like it. <laughs> <laughs> Now, this is one that surprises me um, at this time of year. It's National Leprechaun Day. Yes, my people. Yeah. You're kind of an afterthought. I'm, yeah, I'm not sure why it's in May. I, I don't know. I, they're, they're just, you weren't, we were just getting back around to things after March. <laughs> but I love Darby O'Gillis and the little people. And I also, you know, uh, Kathleen Nolan as the wood nymph uh, in Bewitched. You know, so yeah. I think of her, you know, on National Leprechaun Day. Um, and uh, I'm going to be seeing her this summer. So I'm excited about that. There's well, a very I fun little museum in Dublin that's that's the Leprechaun Museum that uh, has a lot of folklore. And it, it's just a, you know, it's completely cheesy, but it's it's fun. If, so if it's Shades Day. Do you all have your shades nearby? No, but I can tell you that my last encounter with a leprechaun... <laughs> Was uh, my last bowl of um, lucky, lucky charms? charms. <laughs> They're magically delicious. Now, They're really I, bad for you too. I will tell you this: I have never in my life had lucky charms. <gasps> Me neither. Oh my god, you're missing. Oh, something. we're having them. Really? When I come out, we're having them. Uh, I'll, I'll make them into something that you'll like. But I will say this. Um, I happen to be friends with one of uh, the original, uh, one of the original voices for the Leprechaun. Really? You know who it is? Who? Jason Graw. Oh wow! I love Jason Graw. Wow! Right. Never knew that. We love Jason Graw. 
Yes, I hope, Jason, if you're out there watching, we love Jason Graw. It's Shades Day, we mentioned that. Uh, Skeptics Day. Is there anything that you um, are a skeptic about? Anything in the news that's happened that you're skeptical about? Like everything? Yeah. Uh, yeah, my really favorite um, headline was in World Weekly News. Remember the World Weekly News? Now, Karen, I want to ask you with Gas Hole. Oh, I loved. Did you guys ever do headlines for World Weekly? Oh, yeah, always fodder. Always. Did you have a favorite headline? I I like the whole Bat Boy thing. I think anything that anything that had anything to do with Bat Boy, because after the discovery of Bat Boy, they just kept roll, whenever it was a slow week, they would just roll out like, you know, Bat Boy working at Sonic, you know, Bat Boy buys roller skate. Like there was always like something, you know, Death in the Everglades, Bat Boy suspected. It was always like some he just kept coming back up. So that was that was my favorite chain. My favorite headline, which I remember, was Woman Gives Birth to Siamese Twins. Both born pregnant. <laughs> I thought that was like the National Enquirer show. No, it was. Sounds like more one of those weekly news is like just lower. It's it's the worst. It's like lower, lower, lower. They don't even care. They they really like they don't even they it, the more outlandish the better. Well, Karen, what was this gas hole thing? I'm not familiar with that. Can you shoot oh that to me God. at some point? Oh, talk about that. Oh, you guys are so nice. So, so for um, probably close to 15 years of, of my career, I had the great good fortune to uh, to be coupled up in a vocal duo with Michael Holland, and he and I uh, had this amazing, ridiculous, crazy uh, retro pop. A series of shows called called Gas Hole, um, and it was only called Gas Hole because we got had got we got asked by Phil Bond, uh, Phil Jeffrey Bond, uh, uh, who is now doing a main, you know producing theater and doing all kinds of stuff. But he's always sort of uh, he used to book the Beachman and he used to he was a friend of ours and he uh, worked uh, had this theater out in Columbus, Indiana, and they were uh, they needed a '70s show, and, and Michael and I were were working together and making music together and doing a lot of things. And Phil asked me, do we have a seventies show? And I thought, you know what, in the spirit of Richard Skipper, say yes, just say yes, say yes and figure it out. If it's something that you really want, you know, and, and it, it's not, you're not handing somebody a bill of goods. So um, we were, we put together an, an, an evening of 70 stuff and we took it out to Columbus and we didn't know what to call it. We couldn't think of anything. And uh, you know, the seventies were like such a, a ridiculous decade that I, I don't know. We were someplace, and a friend of Michael's, who's a who's a gender illusionist, uh, uh, and somebody said, "Oh my God, her! She's such a gas hole." And we thought it was the funniest word that we'd ever heard. And Michael said that if we don't call it gas hole, I'm not doing it. I won't go. I simply won't go. I won't get on. I won't get on the plane. I won't go. What did I care? We thought one show. We're doing one show. What's the harm? So we called it gas hole, and then it ran for 14 years because. <laughs> How Be things careful. Are. Be we careful. Really we show. We were at, at Don't Tell. We were everywhere. We like uh, mamas and do we right. openly closed more clubs. Richard knows, right? I well, uh, uh, I we went. I I saw it. Is I loved that show so much. You I were like a, you. God bless you. You were a repeat offender, and we were so grateful for you. And you gave us a lot of nice opportunities. And if it weren't for all of those years in you know making medleys and arrangements and and um, I 
Fanny, if I were to double back, I mean, Michael's an incredible inspiration to me because he's always been just so focused and so generous on, on taking your talent and really challenging yourself to be the best that you can be, whatever that is, be the best of it. Um, so yeah, so it was, it was good. I don't know. Maybe, maybe we'll bring it back. But I, well, I, uh, I, I won tickets to a uh, little night music. You did. Yeah. And, uh, well, I'll share this story. Uh, I won tickets and Danny was not able to go. And, uh, this was the revival, uh, and, uh, with, uh, I, I mean, to see Angela Lansbury on stage and, uh, Bernadette Peters and uh, I, Bernadette Peters. It was just such an incredible production. And I took, I, Danny wasn't available. So I asked Dana Lorge to go with me. Oh, I bet that and was Dana nice. was bored out of her <gasps> mind. No way! And Dana used to have uh, a clock purse. Do you remember the clock purse? I do. So we were seated in our seats and she had this clock purse and she had these acrylic nails and she's doing the nails like this on the purse and to the consternation of everybody around us. And I thought I was going to die because first of all, I was in heaven. I mean, that's one of my favorite scores. And she, she's doing like this. She's, she, she is, it's not her, it's not her music. It's not what she likes. So she was just, going out of her mind to get out of there. And uh, I was just like, I was so excited to be there. And I thought she would love it, but she was just not, she was fit to be tied. Um, so that was, you know, and I always will remember you guys winning those tickets. Well, at least it was um, a free ticket. It was a free ticket, you know, so that was good. It's Top Gun Day. So Tom Cruise fans, any of you? New movie's coming out too. Yes, the new movie is coming out. That's right. It's all on your check it day. Yes. Wow. My my regular national whatever it is day doesn't have half of these things. You gotta get the check a day calendar. It's much it's okay. much more comprehensive. Wow. Um, or just call us in the morning, Glenn. Yes. <laughs> okay. Reach out to Richard. <laughs> it, it's tulip day. Oh, I love a tulip. Yes. Love tulips. Love tulips. Love tulips. I love tulips. And I worked once with uh, Tiny Zim. I appeared with him. And you've already mentioned this, Karen. It's uh, also uh, World Cocktail Day. Oh, cocktail day. Uh, we've already gone through that. So, Karen, with all that I've mentioned, because that's the whole list that I have on the calendar, did I leave anything off? Well, it's Stevie Wonder's birthday. Stevie Wonder's birthday. And that is that is certainly significant. And this is a good month for birthdays, but it's, uh, um, I have to say, I think... Uh, I think that there are so many performers out there that are are influenced by by him, by his story, by his music. Certainly, in those girls, Rachel is a a, a huge fan and has has great Stevie Wonder stories of uh, of sightings and and things. And and we uh, uh so uh, that's the only thing that I I think is kind of notable for today. You know, Richard, I told you once I think that I drove Stevie Wonder to the airport in Rhode Island. <laughs> And I met with him. I met him because he we were entertaining in a hotel in Kingston, Rhode Island, which is the home of University of Rhode Island called URI. And Stevie Wonder was just spending the night there. And they brought him in, you know, like this. And he sent word to us that he wanted to meet the band after we finished our gig. 
like was like 12 or one o'clock in the morning. But, you know, of course, we were very excited to hear that. And then we went to his room and he says, why don't we make some music together? So we came back to the bar. And of course, we were up like all night. And we and Stevie Wonder taught me all is fair in love. Oh, my God. Oh my God. Again. Such a such a memorable night. And in, in the Kingston, Rhode Island, it was kind of out in the middle of nowhere. Oh, I know said, it. He said, do you have a car here? And I said, yeah. He said, because we need to get to the airport in, in Warwick. Warwick is where the big airport is south of Providence. So I drove Stevie Wonder at like 5.30 in the morning. He and his assistant in my then little tiny two-door coupe Capri, which was like 1971, I think that car was. And uh, that's, you know, it was really neat meeting Stevie Wonder. He, back then he had a uh, publishing company called Black Bull. I wonder if he still has Black Bull Publishing because that was the name of his publishing company back then. But a nice guy, really nice guy, fun, enormously talented. Oh, my God, what a great so I got, to, I, got to, I got to play for Stevie Wonder. You are the sunshine of my life. Oh, my God. I would love it's to also, have on this. It's also Stephen Colbert's birthday today. Yes. It's also B. Arthur's birthday. Yes, today. that's right. Oh, she was great. I, I, I worked with her kind of one time. I was doing a thing at St. John the Divine and, and B. Arthur. It was a thing for World AIDS Day. And Richard, you might remember, I don't know if you remember that song I wrote. Uh, we must love today. We must find a better way because too many are already gone. Yeah. Anyway, I wrote that with uh, Tim. I forget Tim's last name, unfortunately. Anyway, he, he died from AIDS. But uh, anyway, B. Arthur was the narrator the 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 mc for the event she was nice wow well we're gonna give away i've got a, a little uh, cabaret package I'm, uh, i am uh giving away uh a couple of things uh i put together uh, uh, i'm downsizing as a matter of fact i'm selling uh my uh i've got four uh of carol channing's uh dresses that are actually being shipped out tomorrow after a long time of which I am, I'm ready to let go. And, uh, but I've, I'm getting, I've, Danny and I, I've probably got, have over 500 CDs of uh, cabaret shows, Broadway shows. So I'm, I've taken four CDs that I put together in a little package, plus a Richard Skipper celebrates mug. So someone's going to get this little package that I put together very the, nice. The CDs are used. I'm going to, uh, but they are in pristine uh, condition because they have not been used uh, in a long, long time. I listened to them to make sure that they were great before I'm sending them out. So someone's going to get this little Richard Skipper celebrates uh, collection that I am going to be sending out. So I've pulled together seven uh, questions in my homage to James Lipton inside the Actors Studio. Why seven? Because in numerology, today is a seven day. So anyway, I'm going to start with you, Glenn. And the question is, and I think I know the answer to this already. I think I do. Do you practice gratitude? And if so, name seven things that you are grateful for today. Oh, wow. Um, I, I, I do, for the most part, I guess, uh, practice gratitude. Um, I don't know if I can name seven, but I am grateful um, 
for one thing, <laughs> uh, I spoke to you about it earlier that I was kind of worried that I would be like really backlogged in designing the, the like the following week's uh, overlays for you. And I'm kind of like relieved that there aren't any and that I'm not going to be backed up because you're sort of taking a little vacation next week or, you know, don't have very many uh, to do. So I'm, I'm grateful that I'm not backlogged that way. Um, wow. Anything else I'm grateful for? I'm grateful for finishing things that I needed to do other than that. Um, uh, nothing else, really. Okay. Well, I'm sure they'll, they'll come to you. Um, Karen, uh, as we wrap this week up, what motivated you this week? What motivated me this week? Well, I, I have to say I, I'm, I am driven by deadlines. So if I, when I, as I get closer to, to having things that are, you know, the, the clock is ticking down, then I, that always sort of lights a, a fire. And so I had some writing projects this week and I, I have a, a show on May 20th and, and uh, learning a bunch of new stuff for that. And so I, I think that that's, that's probably what did the most to kind of, of goose me forward this week. Okay. Uh, Brian, uh, I'm pulling, uh, Deborah and I are in a book group together and we are studying Atlas of the Heart. And one of the words that she refers to is reverence. So going through this past week, uh, when you think of the word reverence, uh, a moment or things or moments in which reverence resonated with you? Oh, my gosh. Well, today, just looking at the news and every day for the past few months, you know, you have to admire the tenacity of the people who are fighting for their own freedom in the Ukraine. And so I have great reverence for these soldiers and, and the civilians who are defending their country and, and just trying to get back to a normal life in spite of what they're faced with on a daily basis. Well, I agree with you on that. And for all of us that are fighting for our freedoms in this country, because pay attention, folks, pay attention. Um, so De uh, Deborah, uh, perseverance, what is your definition of perseverance? I'm just keeping on keeping on. Uh, don't let the, don't let the little devil on your left shoulder get you, you know, just have faith that you can do what you need to do and stick to it. Absolutely. Uh, Glenn, what was the quickest friendship that you feel that you've ever made? Quickest friendship. Um, any to for anybody with anyone? Anybody. Oh, um, there was a woman just the other day. Uh, as you know, I'm president of my neighborhood association here mm -hmm. in, in my uh, community, and um, just the other day, a, a woman, um came to me or wrote to me wanting to become a member of the association and then she told me what she did she's a florist and she does all these neat things and i started talking to her about our vice president wanting to pick a commute a spot uh just up the street from me there's a corner that's like it's on school property but there's no schools nearby that actually use it the two schools that are right nearby are it's far enough away that we want to 
we want this play this space to be a community space and she was talking to me about all this stuff and she paid her dues with me we met and i told her about that that space and she wants to beautify it with flowers and everything and we became very quick friends just because um you know she told me what she did i told her what i do and uh, it, was, it was a quickie friendship and it was just like two days ago that's great uh, i wouldn't use the word quickie uh, when you refer to that friendship Oh. Yes. Okay. Um, Karen, uh, when did you have the weakest self-confidence and how did you get through it? Wow. You know what? Um, I, that is a, that's a, that's a tough question because if, if I am to be honest um, and you wouldn't think it because most people would go back to a, a, a very young place, but for me, really the past year to two years has been, a challenge. I, I have definitely struggled by trying to, to face um, making some changes, like good changes, but but all change is hard. Um, and uh, and I think probably probably within the, the past like six to seven months, I think I've I've had the most nights where I've kind of sat up and thought. I don't, what am I doing? Like what, what, why am, where, where is any of this going to end up, you know? And, mm. and maybe I should, maybe I'm just kidding myself about, about all kinds of different things. Um, so, uh, so yeah, probably more, probably more recent than, than people might've guessed. Wow. And uh, Brian, uh, what actions did you take this week uh, on your career? Uh, in that regard, uh, oh gosh, that's a hard one, <laughs> my career. I would say that, you know, uh, I started writing a new bio because I felt like I needed to update it and include more recent events rather than just doing the same old send out that lists some really nice things, but I need to make it more up to date. Okay. And we're going to give away uh, a uh, pr uh, prize right now. And here it is, Perseverance. And all of you, thank you for being here. Uh, thanks for having us. Yeah. Don't, don't go anywhere for a minute. Oh, our winner. Thank you so much. Please. <laughs> I've got a tickle here. Please, 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 please uh, send me a, a special message after the show so uh, I will get in touch with you and send you uh, my little Richard Skipper uh, cabaret package. Don't go anywhere for a moment. I want to say uh, my final words, and then I'm going to give each of you a chance uh, to say the final words. I will start with you after I finish, Glenn, and then you will pick the next person, and then you will pick the next person, and so on. And then when the final person is on here, uh, when you say goodbye, the final credits will roll, so don't worry about how do I end this thing? So that's how it's going to end. So the word for today, everyone, is perseverance. And if there's anything that I know about, it's perseverance, because I just keep going. Uh, I keep going no matter what. And anyone that's here will tell you that about me, um, because uh, I have been knocked down more times than you can uh, think about. Um, when uh, someone says, I've got a dear friend, all of us are friends. 
uh, with Russ Woolley. And Russ Woolley has taught me one thing in life, and that is uh, rejection is God's protection. Uh, when that door closes, go through that door. And so I just keep my blinders on, I stay in my lane, and I keep moving forward. Yesterday, I had the good fortune of being interviewed by a woman in Spain. And she uh, was talking, and we were talking about the entertainment industry. And she was asking about how to map out a career. And I said, it's like sitting down at a dinner, and you see this great spread put out in front of you. You're obviously not going to try to gorge the entire meal uh, in one swoop, or otherwise you're going to uh, walk away with a tummy ache. So what you do is you start with an appetizer, and then you go to the next course, and then the next course, and a very good host or hostess uh, will spread things out. And that's life, essentially. If you take it one day at a time, and you think about what can I do today that's going to get me to the next step and the next step and the next step. And that's what perseverance is about for me. And I think about what each of us can do for the next 24 hours. What can I do today that's going to make me at least 1% better than I was the day before? Don't think about what that person's doing or what that person's doing. And I also think that that's the secret to a better planet. Uh, if all of us think about what our own uh, things are that we can do to make the world a better place, it will become a better place. Uh, I do thank you all for taking the time to be here. Uh, as always, please, please, please leave a comment on YouTube, even if you've done so here. Uh, pay attention. My analytics are going up. And that's helping because of all of you leaving comments and it's showing. Um, I am getting bites from potential sponsors and it's because they are seeing your comments. So please, please, please keep the uh, comments, keep uh, hitting the like button and share these programs. That helps me tremendously more than you know. I also end every show by telling everyone to go out and do something nice for somebody else without expecting anything in return. Go to your Facebook friends list and reach out to the seventh. It's a seven day. Reach out to the seventh friend on that list and reach out with a phone call, not an email message, not a private inbox message, but a phone call and let that person know what they mean to you. Because as our dear friend, Sean Moniger says, we're all in this together but we're not in the same boat. And as I always say, you all can join me on this. If you're going to be out in a boat, make sure you bring a skipper along. So I'm going to leave the screen. And Glenn, it's your turn to have your final word. And thanks again, everyone, for being here. Thank, Thank you, Richard. Thanks. Bye, Richard. <laughs> sometimes I think Richard and I are the same person. I don't know. We, sometimes we have the same minds. Um, we think alike on a lot of things. Um, I forgot, though, uh, one person also that um, I think about every day and I'm thankful for having in my life is uh, my friend Mike Broad. I believe he is watching and li or listening, yeah, watching. Um, I think about him a lot. And something that he's taught me is uh, we all tend to have little mush mouth every now and then, say certain words that we don't like to... 
I can tell you that my friend Michael, I have never heard him say a nasty word about anyone. I've never heard a nasty word come out of his mouth. And it's the truth. Um, uh, again, something like Richard said is you take things one day at a time. Um, I'm thankful for having Richard in my life. I'm thankful for having Michael in my life. Um, they're, they're, they're the best of me. And I uh, like to think that I can have the best qualities of them to make up myself. And um, I think that's about it. So, uh, okay. Eeny, meeny, miny, mo. Okay, Karen. Oh, okay. Um, first of all, this, is, this has been so fun to, to get to spend this time, not just with everybody that's watching, but, but with uh, Deborah and Brian and Glenn, like it's been lovely. So, so Richard, again, thank you for a lovely opportunity. Um, I, I think that, um, I, I would, I, I don't know that it's appropriate or not appropriate. I think in the terms of perseverance, I think. Uh, I definitely second Richard by saying while you're out there slogging it out, being, you know, doing the things that you want to do that move you forward, be kind to yourselves, do nice things for yourself, find ways to, to have joy, to have fun, um, to, uh, to, to reach out to people that you care about and spend time with them as you can. And know that, that we're all kind of inching back into being re-socialized after a long time and, and be patient and, and kind to yourself. And uh, if you are, if you're here anywhere in the tri-state area and you are feeling like you want to go out and have a good time, I, I would be remiss. I'm very, very grateful for my music partner, Elliot Roth. He and I uh, have a monthly residency at Pangea. We're there on May 20th, which is a Friday at 8.30. And uh, the one after that is June 6th, which is a Monday at 8.30. Two sets, no cover, no minimum. So an easy way to treat yourself to a nice night out. And the last thing I will say, a shout out to my friend uh, Charles West, who had this to say about perseverance, and it is that real self-care can't be bought. It isn't just spa days and facials. Real self-care is a series of tough decisions. The decision to be more disciplined, to address your recurring toxic thoughts, to prioritize your mental health, and to put your happiness over your history. So everybody out there, have an amazing week and and challenge yourself to maybe do just even a little bit of that and see how much better you feel. And next I pick Deborah Stone. Wow, you're a hard act. She's a hard act to follow. What she said, I'll just say. No, um, first of all, I was thrilled to hear that she's doing a residency at Pangea. I don't know that I knew that, but I'm going to definitely show up. I'm also going to be at Pangea doing a brand new show in June, June 16th and June 28th. So just plug in that there. It's been a lovely, lovely opportunity to be on the screen with good friends like Brian and Richard and now Karen and now Glenn. Um, I always get so much out of being part of this group. And I just told Richard earlier that I had started to be aware of being grateful for certain things and it has helped my outlook. So find those things that you're grateful for. Simple things like a roof over your head. The fact that you have two good legs to walk on. If you see somebody that I did today that didn't have those. And I go, ah, oh, I'm really thankful I have two legs that I can use. So it, it comes down to the basics sometimes that, that we all too often 
forget about or neglect. Just be grateful for what you have and go for the things that you want. I'll leave you with that. Oh, my God, it comes down to me after they've said all the good stuff. <laughs> anyway, I, I think that, you know, what I will leave you with is to always be considerate of others and caring of other people's situations that even though at times your situation seems so awful or bad or maybe you're not completely happy, there are many other people that are in worse a worse situation than you. So be kind and loving, giving if you can, and, uh, you know, look forward to maybe helping somebody in the near future that maybe needs a shoulder to lean on or they need somebody to listen to them and their problems. I certainly appreciate all of you that listen to mine. <laughs> anyway, have a great weekend. Richard, thank you. It was so good being with with friends that I know well and, and being here with you today. Have a great weekend, everybody. Bye-bye.